from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Some individuals just need help actually formulating that and putting a narrative down around what their experience has been over the past 18 months. And so now there'll be a caseworker or somebody who can sit down with them, walk them through that. That's right. And we've actually seen a very a great level of success in St. Louis County where they have used libraries, public libraries, to be these walk-in sites. So. Well, we reached out to the city to find out if it was on top of these problems. Uh, this is a quote, part of the delay is not having the capacity to process applications quickly. On her 100th day, Mayor Jones took executive action to dedicate $1.5 million towards mediation and legal services to expedite the application process so we can get rental assistance out to more people and quickly. I'm Sarah Fenske. The federal government has given St. Louis City and St. Louis County more than $34 million just to help families struggling to pay the rent or utilities during the pandemic. But as St. Louis Public Radio reporter Andrea Henderson reported last week, both governments have struggled to get the money to people in need. One of those people is Letitia Birthright of Florissant. She wanted to apply for money from the county, but couldn't at first because the county requires a lease and she didn't have one. She finally got a lease from her landlord and applied on August 4th. She's still waiting. Letitia also applied to the state twice this spring, only to hear about missing documents just this week. She has now reapplied. State officials tell her she's at the top of the priority list, but she has yet to get any assistance. Letitia told Andrea this. It's something that's out of my control. I just feel numb. There's nothing that I can do. I've done everything that I can do. That is fluorescent resident Letitia Birthright. And Letitia is not alone in her frustration. Joining us now to explain the state of the problem is Lee Camp. He is a senior staff attorney at Arch City Defenders. So, Lee, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me. So you deal with this a lot. How common are situations like Letitia's, where she's made multiple applications, still hasn't gotten relief? I hear that story daily at this point. I mean, Ed, down to the documentation issues, the, the not having a lease, going through the county, going through the state. People are really trying to do everything right. I, it, it is incredible what we're watching people try to do. Unfortunately, you know, the systems just aren't, aren't ramped up to kind of meet this need that we have right now. I, we're certainly moving that way, but we're just not there yet. And so that means those phone calls are still going to come into my office. And and really, it's daily right now. And is the problem that so much is being asked for in terms of documentation, people just can't get their completed application together? Or is there problems even for people who've managed to cross every T? And it's both. You, you've hit the nail on the head there. Really, um, there were a lot of bureaucratic requirements. When this program initially rolled out um, from the federal government, the Treasury had a lot of guidance on this that has been relaxed over time. As we've seen the need to move the money quicker, the federal government has responded. So certainly those things are relaxing now, but we do still hear the stories. Um, in fact, this morning I had to follow up with the state on an individual who has done everything right before I even came into the picture. Um, and it's it's just so frustrating uh, and really mind boggling. Like, why why can't we get this corrected uh, why why does it take so long, particularly for people doing it doing it the right way? Yeah, that's so frustrating. I want 
want to drill down a little bit on both St. Louis City and St. Louis County. St. Louis County provided statistics to us yesterday suggesting they've doled out 20% of what they've been given for this. They've assisted 1,077 households. Um, Has their aid picked up recently? Have you had fewer problems over there? Yes, certainly. Um, St. Louis County right now for a new application, open to close from family submitting all their documents, being reviewed, and, and the check actually being cut. We're hearing about a 13-day timeline. That which, seems like a huge improvement. I saw 63 days yeah. was what is it has been the, the current problem. Yeah, that, it's certainly incredible that we've reached that point. That being said, there is still a backlog of applications. Really, what occurred is when the rental assistance program opened, a floodgate opened, and all of these applications came through the door um, and were slow to be processed. Fortunately, in St. Louis County, particularly what we've seen is as those applications processed, the, the procedures have changed. We've started to address the inefficiencies and, and make this program easier to navigate. So the newer applicants have more success than the older applicants. That being said, do not think that if you've applied, that doesn't mean the money's not on the way. You just you're really helping out the, the, the future applicants. Um, so it sounds very frustrating for these older applicants, yeah. but you are seeing this uptick with the newer ones getting through. Certainly, certainly. So we did get a statement from Yusef Scoggin. He's the director of the county's Office of Family and Community Service. He said, quote, St. Louis County has worked diligently to correct early challenges with fund distribution. By comparison, the state of Missouri has deployed approximately 10% of their funds. Again, that's compared to 20% right now in St. Louis County. Um, and his statement continues, of which more than one one-third have been provided to St. Louis County residents. Additionally, St. Louis County deployment of these funds are higher than other neighboring communities. So we're talking about their challenges. Comparatively speaking, is the county doing pretty well? It, it, it is doing at the national average. It's right at the national average. Even the city of St. Louis has gotten close to the national average at this point for a local government. Um, certainly, both the city and county in that 20% range of of funds allocated that they received, that's about double the state. The state's at about 10.5%, which is frankly abysmal. Do you have a sense of what the state is doing wrong? Um, It's not what they're doing wrong. It's what what was done wrong. And um, I do give a little bit of benefit of hindsight here that uh, these, these governmental entities at every level have never had to roll out a program like this, I, I certainly give somewhat of a pass there. It's when we make the, the kind of move to recalibrate and start um, building new efficiencies into the system and learning from our mistakes. The state has been slower to move on those different challenges that they had early, although we are hearing about three to five weeks now um, on a turnaround for an application in the state. And unfortunately, a lot of those funds are flowing into the city of St. Louis That's unfortunate because that means the need um, in the St. Louis region generally is very high. Hmm. So that need, yeah, I mean, you said the city is also doing better. The most recent stats they provided to us um, said they've spent about $1.4 million. They've helped 361 households. Same situation as the county where they were able to kind of ramp up? Yeah, it's interesting. The city is currently recalibrating. I mean, today the city for the first time will host walk-in rental assistance type clinics, um, two locations, one on the north side, one on the south side, where families can go in and apply. That has not been the case previously. Um, it was online. It was th- by calling 211. 
the type of traditional ways that individuals have accessed social services in our community. Unfortunately, this is a different challenge. I mean, with with COVID here, um, families have, have been asked to shoulder a lot of different challenges. And this is just another one on top of those. It, it wasn't exactly um, top of the mind to, to take care of all your technological needs or figure out ways to access a computer to even apply for these funds at those times. So I'm happy to see the city moving that way. Um, I would say we have to get it right right now. These clinics have to work, the future clinics coming down the road. They have to work because this money does have a timeline and actually goes back to the federal government if we don't spend it. So if the city can't manage to distribute this beyond the whole question of what happens with the eviction moratorium, this money just goes away. Yeah. Um, by September 30th, um, all of these different entities, the city, the county, the state, they have to allocate 65% of the amounts of money that they were granted by the federal government. If they don't allocate that money, it actually will be recalled by clawback, essentially, by the federal government and go to places that are doing a better job of dispersing rental assistance. Wow. So that clock is ticking. Well, we reached out to the city to find out if it was on top of these problems. Um, we heard back from spokesman Nick Dunn, and he acknowledged that there had been some delays. He believes that they are making these changes that you're calling for. Uh, this is a quote. Part of the delay is not having the capacity to process applications quickly. On her 100th day, Mayor Jones took executive action to dedicate $1.5 million dollars towards mediation and legal services to expedite the application process so we can get rental assistance out to more people and quickly. The other delay in getting out this aid is related to applicants not having proper documentation when they apply. We're hoping that these added services will help people overcome these barriers to receiving assistance. And as you mentioned, those in-person rental clinics, those begin today. They're going to run Monday through Saturday. There's a lot of different hours that people can get assistance through there. It sounds like you think this is a really good step. Yeah, I think it's certainly is a good step. I think there are future steps we can take on top of this, but having a location someone can go to apply uh, with essentially like a navigator to help you go through this application, even if you show up and don't have everything, um, a lot of families just need need that help of, of explaining, you know, what documents you need, need help kind of formulating how COVID affected them. You have to be, you know, affected by COVID to qualify for this money outside of some income standards. And a lot of us don't think about the ways that COVID has implicitly affected our lives every day. You know, the food that we're buying for our children that may have eaten at school for free, um, the, the extra electricity you're using, the, the different costs that have come along with this that we've all had, we've all incurred them, certainly. Um, but some individuals just need help actually formulating that and putting a narrative down around what their experience has been over the past 18 months. And so now there'll be a caseworker or somebody who can sit down with them, walk them through that. That's right. And we've actually seen a very a great level of success in St. Louis County where they have used libraries, public libraries, to be these walk-in sites. So mm -hmm. certainly we have a, a sense of optimism around this. And, and really, we have a compass to follow because St. Louis County was doing this. Well, that's great to hear. If people want information on these walk-in clinics, the city is recommending call 211. Again, there's that recommendation there. Uh, you can also email 211cares at stl.unitedway.org. 211cares at stl.unitedway.org. Lee, we're almost out of time here, but you mentioned there's more we could be doing, should be doing. If you were in charge of the world here, or at least the St. Louis Metro, what's one thing you'd like to see happen to, to solve this problem? Oh, I'm, I'm not jealous of the policymakers right now at all. Um, one, you know, critical role, I, I'm an attorney, so I'm in the courts. I think that we have to 
make sure that we integrate that piece of this equation when we think about building out an infrastructure to address this crisis. And that really means um, talking to our judges, communicating with them locally, but also placing individuals physically in courts or on these Zoom dockets that continue today to make sure that people know about this assistance that's out there. We hear judges make announcements of phone numbers and things like that, and certainly love to see and hear that in, in the courts. But can we do more? Sure, we can put staff from the city government, from United Way, St. Louis County, on those dockets. We can make sure that those navigators are accessible immediately, particularly for those families that find themselves in court. They're nearly at the end of the rope at that point, and we have to get to those families. I think that's a great recommendation. I'm going to put you in charge of the world here, uh, <laughs> or at least this I particular person. I might turn down the offer. <laughs> I don't blame you for that. Well, Lee Camp, Senior Staff Attorney at Arch City Defenders, thank you so much for joining yeah, us today. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.